Hey, it's time for Weekly Weird News, and this episode is sponsored by Honey and by Harry's. More about them later, uh, but we got some news to get to, and uh, Phil here is gonna bring it to you. What? Dude, I can't hear. There's a garbage truck just outside a frame. I can't hear you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe it was a bad idea to film this episode on Garbage Day, right next to where we keep all the garbage cans at the exact time of day when the garbage truck comes to get our garbage. What? I said... Oh, okay, good. I think it's driving oh, away. God. We can finally get to the news. And uh, despite the fact that I'm basically completely sick of these people at this point, we do have to update you on all the latest train wreck news about the dipshit duo Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman. The dream team of incompetence. And I'm not even going to bother recapping most of what led us here this time. It's too long. If you've completely, if you're just completely out of the loop on these two ding-dongs. And if you're lucky, you are. Yeah. If that's the case, I don't know, go back and watch any of these multiple previous videos that we've made on Wall and Berkman. Uh, for context's sake, though, Phil, can you give it to us in, like, one paragraph? Yeah, let me dive into the sewer head first. Okay, so Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman previously entered the mainstream spotlight a couple months back when they came forward with rape allegations against special cons- counsel Robert Mueller. It was all a hilariously elaborate and embarrassingly amateur hoax, though, that only a complete moron would ever fall for. Um, also, Jack Berkman's fly was down the entire press conference. Nice. Whew. Later, Jacob Boyle got banned from Twitter after admitting to running multiple fake accounts on Twitter to stir up all this political bullshit. Then, Wool released a documentary in which he's shown on camera filing a false police report for death threats he'd received from himself using one of those fake accounts. And most recently, Woolen Berkman came out with fake rape accusations, this time against Democratic candidate for president, Mayor Pete. Uh, much like with their fake Mueller accuser, Wool and Berkman's supposed victim here, backed out as soon as he realized what an incompetent shit show this was shaping up to be. But uh, inexplicably, Wool and Berkman once again decide to go through with their plan for a big press conference, like big boys, all about their obviously fake accusations, despite their fake rape victim already admitting that the whole thing was bullshit. And literally no one believing any of this could even possibly be true. Um, these things stack up, and there's more. We'll, we'll get to more, but yeah. the fly being down. If you and I were writing a script, and like, I'm like, too obvious, too, too broad. Too, too, I'm like, why don't you just have him fart? Why yeah. don't you just have yeah, him, Why don't you have know. his pants split when he leans over? And I'm like, what do you think about this? He's <laughs> using his fake Twitter accounts to file the plate. And you're just like, yeah, they're dumb. They're not smart people. They're hilariously stupid, overconfident people. And that is America, folks. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a long paragraph, but you did manage to pretty much sum it up. And again, to really appreciate, be a connoisseur of Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman, really recognize all the notes with each is of their fuck-ups. Um, is, is, is that a fly down? Mm. Are, those, are those garbage trucks? What? Yeah, if you want to if you want to really get into it, you're going to have to familiar, familiarize yourself with all of their past work. And uh, you can do that by watching our other videos about them or just doing your own research. But let's get to that big press conference. Oh, I was into Jacob Wool, like in his early indie stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, you like Jacob Wool? Name five of his fuck-ups. Uh, uh, 4chan, post-doxing himself. Uh, hiring a guy to put his fly down. Uh, garbage truck. Uh, yeah, so they, they held their, their previous press conference in a small conference room at a budget hotel in Virginia. But... 
Because every hotel in the area now probably has pictures of both these guys behind the desk in the security office saying, don't let them in. They held this week's press conference in the driveway of Jack Berkman's house. Like big boys. Which I'm sure his neighbors just loved. Um, announcing the press conference, they issued this press release in which they insisted they had irrefutable proof in the form of security footage, photos, and Pete Buttigieg's travel records that proves that their victim, Hunter Kelly, was totally raped, guys, by Mayor Pete, despite the fact that Hunter Kelly... Uh, had apparently been pressured to change his story because of the deep state or some shit. Yeah, the the gov. Got the, the he's telling the truth, to him. but he's but he's also a liar. Yes, yeah. These uh, these two morons also referenced the fact that the Daily Beast, who initially broke the story of how this was all bullshit, had said they'd received audio recordings from another guy who'd been pressured by Wallen Berkman to make false accusations, but had turned them down. Oh, so this wasn't even, this was their silver medal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy, the one that they initially wanted, had asked that they not publish the audio so that he could remain anonymous. So, like, the journalist, the Daily Beast, had an audio forensics expert put his name on the line, verifying that it was, in fact, Jacob Bull's voice on the recording. Ah! So, in reference to all that, the press conference says, <clears throat> We'll give our friends the Daily Beast until high noon on Friday. Yeah. High noon. Uh, on Friday, May 7th, to release both the source and the tape. Uh, should they choose not to comply, we plan to immediately file a $100 million libel and defamation suit. So there's no need to check your calendars, folks. Friday, May 7th, 2019 is not a day that exists yeah. on this planet. Yeah. So I mean... Friday, May 7th, I, I think someone figured out like 2021 or something like that. So they, they've actually got quite a while. A little a little ways yeah. to wait. I just, my, you guys need a life coach. You need a fucking adult it, it, in the room. You know, we focus on the big fuck-ups these two do, but the, the small ones, they really add character. It's like it's like they went out, they went in and punched it up. They're like, this it, this isn't ridiculous enough. Mm-mm. I mean, it's it's not even like a typo in a ransom note. That's, you know, like you cut it out and you put them in wrong. I mean, these are like major, like I once did an interview with my fly down and I didn't notice till it was done. Yeah. And the editors took the little black spot and they put it over my junk. And yeah. I felt like a fucking moron. Yeah, it's probably mortifying. And, and you probably no one, think about it all the time. All the, no one really <laughs> saw that. And if you did, you got great brightness on your computer screen. Yeah. But the thing is, these two idiots are coming out, teeing off on other people, and the world is just going in the batting cage. Just let's see. Can you come yeah. up fucking fly down? Yeah. They, they make it too easy. Oh, Lord. Anyway, yeah, I, so March I, 31st, it's coming March up. March 7th, 2019, <laughs> baby. They're going to violate the laws of space and time to get that audio. Uh, anyways, I sincerely hope that they do, in fact, sue the Daily Beast because the discovery process would be mm-hmm. an absolute goldmine. And Jack Berkman's apparently a lawyer, and he should absolutely know how that works. See how this goes, So, uh, cool. But anyways, not long after announcing their press conference, Berkman pointed out on Twitter, which he still has an account on for some reason, that an angry leftist mob of hundreds of protesters was already planning on showing up to silence Wool and Berkman. And yeah, sure enough, in that tweet, he attached a link to an event page on eventbrite.com, a site known mostly for protests. Oh, yeah. uh, and it, was, it was titled, Protest Against Homophobic Bigots, with the description, Come out and protest far-right homophobic bigots Jacob Wall and Jack Berkman as they give a press conference against Mayor Pete. 
well, yeah, I guess I guess these guys must be telling the truth then if, if so many people are trying to silence them. I mean, yes. On exactly. eventbrite.com. Whoa! The same place I can get tickets to sweet events. But guess what? Uh-oh! As soon as people actually looked at that link, they saw this sentence. For questions about the event, contact the event organizer at wolfthinktank at gmail.com. Huh. Free website. That's Jacob's last mm, name. Weird. That's an email address Jacob Wool has definitely previously used on a petition against Representative Elon Omar. Is that, did I say your name right? Yeah. Yeah. You got it. All right. Don't condescend to me. Much. Now, sure, sure, someone could be trolling old Jacob Wool, but when reporters from media... Mediaite? It's a bad me- name. Mediaite? Sorry. But when reporters from Mediaite reached out to Wool and Berkman about it, they didn't get a response. But within minutes, the email address on the event page was changed to something else. Not suspicious. Oh, no. No, not that. And then not long after that, Eventbrite shut down the page for the event. And when asked about by Mediaite, a rep told them, we can confirm that the activity associated with this account constituted a violation of our policy around inauthentic content. Ha! Huh. Hmm. As such, the event has been removed and the account terminated. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's hard to keep track at this point. I don't know if you have, need a golf pencil uh, to really just keep score on how fucking bad these two are. Uh, but that's got to be the third or fourth time a wolf scheme has completely fallen apart because he couldn't be troubled as to not use his own email address or phone number. Or his mom's phone number. Or his mom's phone number. Or check when garbage day is. Ah, oh, it's garbage day. You know, like in that old clip. Like, if this guy was even halfway competent, he might actually even be dangerous. Like, because he has the work ethic. Like, he's really yes. pounding the, 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 the floor, like, scheming all the time. He's just so awfully bad at it. And he doesn't, like... Like, he, he needs someone to, like, bounce these ideas off of. Someone someone who's paying attention to the details. He needs a details guy to be like, hey, which email address are you going to use on the fake Eventbrite page? Yeah. Oh, your own email address? See, that's probably a bad idea, Jacob, because as soon as anyone sees that, they're, they're going to know that you set up a protest uh, against yourself, and, and it's not going to have the intended effect. Yes. Bill Burr has a great bit about why people get caught for doing murders. And it's like, you know why you got caught when you murdered your wife? Because... You're a fucking manager at Staples. You're not built for this. Yeah. And, and there's a reason that, you know, I'm not a CEO of a company because I'm not built for it. Mm-hmm. But I may not be that smart, but I'm smart enough to know what my limitations right. are. Right. Yeah. And that these two still have these bananas delusions of grandeur that they're doing some high-level CIA, uh, you know, espionage. Yeah. It ain't It ain't working, boys. Oh, also... Uh, Jacob, Mull, Jacob Wall may be banned from Twitter, but he's still apparently quite active over on Instagram. The gram. For now, at least. Uh, over there, he posts dozens of stories per day, uh, which is way too much for me to keep up with. But thankfully, other people are much more dedicated wool watchers. We're called wool heads, by the way. Uh, here's one that he posted on uh, Monday. Quote, a reporter from a mainstream media outlet said that she'd spike a hit piece she was writing about me if I'd sleep with her. It's very interesting to be me. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, he also recently posted about how after going on just three dates with him, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez would absolutely become a Trump supporter because that man's dick is that powerful. Fiction. Didn't happen. Uh-uh. Our writers made that one up. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Now we got to step back. I don't want to go too down on a rap, but you can just slap me across the face if I go too, too okay. deep on this. What is it with, and it just, uh, there's, there's, I think people all over do this, but it tends to be alt-right 
uh, people who are like, I walked into a coffee shop and there was Jesus. And he took one look at me and said, I'm in Trump company and walked out and flew. Like, Well, the thing about Wall is he, he's not even alt-right. He's like, basically, his politics are the politics of like a 60-year-old Republican in a boy's body. Yeah, It's weird. He got, he got like, big. He got, like, reverse big and I, shrunk yeah, down. Yeah, it seems like it. Little? Well, he's also, like, his dad is a big-time, like, political commentator, and so, like, he clearly molded his boy, like, in his image. Um, I... And, like, yeah, very much, like, real strong divorced dad energy there. It's like, yeah, you can leave <laughs> me, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make the boy into me. This is If it. you don't love me, you're not gonna love your son either. Uh, yeah, there, it, there's something about the, the liar kid of it all uh, telling a story that you know. Like, everybody, you yeah. remember in sixth grade when someone's like, my uncle works for Nintendo, mm -hmm. and he walked into a coffee shop, and when I, he saw my red Trump hat, he ran away. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's uh, what is it called? A Dunning-Kruger effect, where it's like, really stupid people don't know that they're really stupid. Like, they assume everyone else is on their level, and they assume they're smart. So, therefore, like... They assume they can get away with really stupid shit that is, of course, going to completely fall apart. Yeah, they don't have the, the foresight. Anyway, sorry for that one. But just before the press conference began on Wednesday, May 35th, <laughs> Roland Berkman's accuser, Hunter Kelly, issued his own press release written in a hideous font in his notes app. People, this is an intervention. I don't know stop, why they do that. Stop doing this. But Yeah, leave it as is. Anyway, Mr. Hunter Kelly with the Sweet Notes app, uh, where he again called bullshit on this whole damn thing and said, I wish I could be there to watch the embarrassment that's going to take place. Uh, nevertheless, the press conference went ahead as planned. <laughs> Trash! <laughs> Will and Berkman appeared at the top of Jack Berkman's front door staircase with a TV set at the bottom of the stairs displaying a PowerPoint presentation and a big platter of Dunkin' Donuts on top of a cardboard box right there in the driveway and two armed security guards just in case. Just in case people, uh, too many people are going for those donuts at hey one man, time. Hey, man, you know what? They say free donuts, better get some homies with, I don't know. I amazing. love, at, at one point, one of the questions was like, this is a really weird setup. Like, you're up there on the stairs, your TV's down here, we're standing on the sidewalk. Why did you choose this? I, it, it's like fucking Mad Libs. And then the do free donuts are <laughs> guarded on garbage day. <laughs> Uh, Will and Berkman, they, they, so these, these guys uh, get up to the podium, both wearing rainbow flag pins to show their solidarity with the LGBTQ community. Okay, you buddy. know, right there, fucking Saul Goodman blaring mm -hmm. loud, and the first half of the presser mainly consisted of Berkman and Will insisting that Hunter Kelly was definitely telling the truth in his initial accusations and should be believed. But he's also a liar who shouldn't be believed when he says the stuff about us being yeah. bad. You got it? Yeah. I don't know. No man. cognitive dissonance going on there. Look, at this all. man is uh, telling the truth until he talks about us. Then he's a liar. Yeah. But you got to listen to him up to the. Yeah. Up to Basically, the, yeah. That's that's pretty much. Government put a chip in his head. I think you summed it up. Well, see it. Flipped it. <laughs> flipped it on. Now you can't believe. It. So, uh, yeah, they spoke a lot about how Hunter Kelly definitely was not kidnapped by them, which is an accusation that no one had actually made. That is not, that's <laughs> that's not one to bring up. How are you guys doing? Good. She's not kidnapped. Yeah, like, I did in, not kidnap him. I didn't kidnap person. him, okay? And you're like, are you kidnapped? Blink. You need you to blink at me, Mr. Kelly. Um, and they also said that Hunter Kelly could not have possibly been coerced by them into cooperating with their scam because, quote, he's a big guy, in fact. I'd say he's six foot tall, 300 pounds. He's a big dude, not someone who can be pushed around. 
They then played a clip on their TV showing Hunter Kelly in Berkman's house drinking a Starbucks Frappuccino. According to Wool, quote, most forced co- most forced coercion types of... God, I can't even get fucking... through it. No, try to get through it. <laughs> These are the genuine... We, it's like we couldn't write this. We yeah. couldn't write this. Most forced coercion type of events that I see, they involve guns. They involve knives. They don't involve caramel frappuccinos. Case closed. <laughs> Your Honor, I I'll mean, see you next yeah, time. Yeah, sure. Roll credits. Uh, so basically their entire case for why any of the, what they're claiming is legit is the fact that Hunter Kelly was at one point in Berkman's house drinking Starbucks. Checkmate. But that also completely <laughs> lines up with Hunter Kelly's own version of the events. So it doesn't really prove shit. No. Like, we already know all of this. Yes. I did. So, yeah, this whole thing was a giant waste of time in terms of what Wool and Berkman were trying to do, but not a waste of time at all if you enjoy watching Jacob Wool and Jack Berkman look like fucking idiots. <laughs> and, and I do. And we love it. It's a it's a pastime of my yeah. family. And perhaps the best example of that uh, was the part of the press conference when a garbage truck pulled right up to Jack Berkman's house to collect his garbage completely drowning out what Berkman and Wool were saying and providing a beautiful visual metaphor, like something a seventh grader would come up with yeah. in a short story and think they are fucking hitting a high level yeah. on uh, what's happening. This here. was like a throwaway Parks and Rec gag. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I keep thinking so Veep. I keep thinking Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. This it, is, it's pretty Veep, too. It's a very heavy thing where you're like, look at these idiots. And you're like, I get it. They're dumb. Like, like it's not like you keep hitting the same <laughs> note on the piano. Dude, you have a one in seven chance. I know. Let's go weekdays. A one in five chance. Yeah, they could have had this press conference any day of the week. And you know generally when that garbage truck comes. Uh, yeah. These yeah. guys should know that. That wasn't just garbage trucks. No. They got the they got a full bingo because they were drowned out by the sound of aircraft flying overhead every couple of minutes. Because it turns out it gets worse. Jack Berkman's house is directly below a major flight path to planes used to land at uh, Ronald Reagan National Airport. Yeah, and uh, this was very easy because I was watching it and I was like, why is there, there's planes like loudly flying. I'm like, does he live right next to the airport? So because Jack Bergman's a fucking idiot and basically doxed himself with the, by having this at his house, like his address is on the invitation. uh, I didn't even think of that. So I just, I looked up his address. I looked up where the airport was and I'm like, Oh, actually, I mean, he lives like five miles from the airport. And then I went on flighttracker.com and I'm like, oh, he lives directly in the path that planes use to land because that's a weird area. Obviously, like the the airspace around D.C. is very restricted. Mm -hmm. Planes can only really like come in and out at certain angles. And he happens to live directly along one of those angles, which makes the fact that he decided to use his fucking driveway on trash day to do this big major event so much stupider. All right, now I gotta, I, as a connoisseur, I need you to rank these. Yeah. Pit, pit it against another moment. Baked Alaska streaming on Twitch when, when he was not that far from where we were, and yeah. we were on Google Maps tracking where he was, and he basically doxed himself. The, the Baked Alaska breakdown don't, is. By the way, don't say his name again or else he appears. Okay, uh, yeah. I said it, you said it yeah. three. The, the, uh, <laughs> the breakdown by, by the man we're talking about. Yeah, that was. That was that one's hard to top. And yes, yeah, he was just walking around Burbank and we were like, wait, I recognize that store. I uh, recognize all these stores. And we just pulled yeah. up Google Maps and we just tracked him. Uh, we have a Baked Alaska going northeast and on then, Olive. Yeah, sure enough, <laughs> during his three-hour live stream, multiple people drove past and were like, fuck you, Baked Alaska. <laughs> so this is, these are both Hall of Fame. Uh, I, 
just like any any politician, you got to wait till a few years they're out of office. We can't rank this one just yet, mm-hmm. but it's close. Yeah, it's it's pretty close. But yeah, anyway, after the first half of this presser, uh, they moved on to the big picture because it turns out that this Pete Buttigieg investigation of theirs was just one part of a much larger initiative. Berkman and Wool are vetting every single Democrat candidate running for president in 2020. This Pete Buttigieg rape accusation, that's just one of many rumors that they are actively, seriously investigating. They're carbo-loading to get the calories to be able to check on everybody. Oh, they're going to be hustling. Everybody. Yeah. But other, other rumors that they're uh, looking into apparently include <laughs> rumors about Kamala Harris being a longtime prostitute. Watching you. Uh, Joe Biden secretly having Parkinson's disease. Checking and up on him. another Mayor Pete one. Uh, they say that he uh, often goes to bisexual orgies with... This is their word. She males. You know. Uh, as they wear the fucking rainbow flag. <laughs> like, yeah, he fucks she males. By the way, I'm an ally to the LGBTQ community. I love them all. And uh, yeah, that's just that's just the tip of the iceberg. They're, they're apparently investigating troubling rumors about every single candidate, except for, weirdly enough, Bernie Sanders, who they've looked into and found to be squeaky clean, uh, which this is clearly like... Literally what they've, what Wool was describing before is like, I'm going to try to like push who I think is the loser as the front. Even though like Bernie has pretty good odds right now, but in Wool's eyes, he'll never be president. So he's like, I need to push Bernie up front so the other candidates lose. I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing here. The man has nothing in common with Bernie Sanders at all. But yeah, other than Bernie, the rest of the candidates, they're all officially invited to come over to Jack Furtman's house to be properly interrogated and investigated you ever, by this dream team. You ever seen a car get like stuck in the mud or a ditch, and then a bunch of adults come and they try to push it out, and then someone's mm. like five-year-old kid comes out, and like he thinks he was helping, he thinks he was pushing the car. It's kind of what these two did, except the one guy's fly was down the whole time. <laughs> uh, all right, so why, you ask, would any any of these these Democratic candidates come to this uh, house in an airfield, in the middle of an airfield on garbage day, uh, to get grilled by these this fucking brain trust. Well, uh, for the Wool Berkman seal of approval, of course. Yeah. So these two mentioned the Wool Berkman seal of approval numerous times throughout the second half of their presentation. Hopefully you weren't in the bathroom, and they are very, very serious about it. Bernie Sanders, he already attained this sought-after endorsement, but if any of the rest of the candidates truly want to be taken seriously, they're going to need to get that coveted Wolf Berkman seal of approval. So, I mean, put it in terms you understand. It's basically the J.D. Powered Associates symbol from the car commercial, yeah. but for politics. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't brush your teeth with a toothbrush not approved by the American Dental Association, would you, Elliot? No. No, you wouldn't, and you should... Definitely not vote for any candidate who isn't up to Wool Berkman standards. Now, quick question. Okay, uh, Bernie's got it. Yeah. So let's say all these people come in. Let's say Harris gets it. Mm-hmm. Let's say Pete gets it. Let's say everybody gets it. What good is it? If, every, uh, if everybody is endorsed, nobody's endorsed. Well, Phil, uh, first off, I have a pretty good feeling that's just straight up not going to happen. Oh, really? <laughs> Are you but, sure? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Kamala um, Harris just strolls up and knocks on the door. I think they would, <laughs> I think uh, you'd get a fucking uh, uh, usual suspects moment, just uh, a coffee Jack cup Burton would Jack Burton would piss his pants, but oh. then it, it would come out, it would, it would <laughs> land on Kamala Harris because his flies down and the pee's just going everywhere. Uh, yeah, no, it's, a, it, this is all bullshit. And I, I was really hoping they had like a, a, a logo design or something for like the Wool Berkman uh fucking certificate of approval or whatever. They don't. Maybe I'll design one. 
No. Uh, and please, no one at home, nobody should make one for them. No, no one should make a not. workman. Please don't do that. Oh my God, that would be actually, I mean, we make pins for our internet today, merch every few months. A Wolg Berkman seal of approval pin. If the joke still lands like three months from now, might be something we look into. Let us know if that's, uh, if you'd be interested in a Wolf Berkman seal of approval. What about this? It's an animal to seal, but it flies down. I don't know. A clapping seal <laughs> that somehow has a fly in his fur has that it, is down. Yeah. But, but like, it's an insect who's like, I'm down. Yeah. Like, he's just down. I don't know. Like, you know <laughs> what? We're just brainstorming. Sorry, uh, yeah, to see how the sausage gets made. Anyways, like I said last week, I'm kind of getting pretty sick of Jacob Wool and Jack Berkman. It's clear that they're both the types of people who can't tell the difference between admiration and mockery. They just like attention. So it is easy to say, hey, maybe we should just ignore these people and they'll go away. But it's not that simple, though, because they are, in fact, trying to influence an election, regardless of how incompetently they're doing it. And the press has a duty to look into these kinds of allegations about candidates when they occur. If they don't look into it and then use their just basic due diligence to debunk them, the lies will get spread around as facts, and no one wants that. So there's not really any solution here, unless Wool and Berkman end up doing something so illegal that it gets them thrown in jail where they can no longer scheme. I mean, I've said this before, but I'm shocked that is not the case yet. But, you know... But to to illegally (laughs) accuse and blackmail and hire people to lie on your behalf to try to jail other... Uh, innocent people, kind of. One seems of those, like a seems like a crime thing. One of those is sort of enough in my eyes. Yeah. But two. What are you getting a punch card? You getting you getting your tenth one free? Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand. I mean, it might kind of be one of those things where it's like it's not technically illegal because the law just assumes people aren't that fucking stupid. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's the two of these guys, and especially Jacob Wool, have broken some laws. And uh, the fact that they're walking free is uh, every day that they're free, my faith in criminal justice just shrinks even smaller. Look, if you're watching this video and you're ever down on yourself, hey, I might not make it. Hey, you know, I might not have what it takes. These two do not have what it takes. And yeah. look at look at what they're able to accomplish. Yeah. Just special gentlemen. <sighs> but hey, at the very least, it is fun to watch idiots be idiots and... Uh, a lot of great entertainment out of this one. Yeah. I mean, I, as much as I, I hate to admit it, like, I was laughing. I watched, I watched the entire, like, 40-minute press conference, and it was, like, it was like I was watching Seinfeld in the year 1996. Whoa. Is that Wayne Knight? No. That's that guy's garbage truck. <laughs> yeah, there's... Genius. Can we move on from this? Yeah, let's, let's get I'm out a of bit, here. I'm a bit parched. All this uh, Berkman and Wool talk, it's got me thirsty from some, for some... Some carbonated seltzer water. Oh, yeah, we got some of that here. Yeah, there you go. LaCroix. <sighs> the problem is with all this this fizzy water, it's, I mean, look at this can. It's feminine. Mm. I just, I I need carbonated water to be manly, all right, or else if everyone watching this, they might, they might think I'm gay. They might not think I crush, oh. I crush puss. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's pink uh, can. Well, here's the thing. I don't have to drink this crap because it's good news for me. There's something out. It's called Liquid Death Mountain Water. And it's got a skull on the fucking can. And it comes in a tall boy. And I'm not I'm not just trying to quench my thirst. I'm looking to murder my thirst. And thankfully, Liquid Death promises to do that. Look at this. Listen to this. Yeah. Weak. 
This mm. isn't this isn't liquid. This is hydrating life. Yeah, you if you listen listen to the cannibal Lacroix, it's just like, honey, can you go? You're like, shut up. Oh, you open man. a can of liquid death, and it's like, hell yeah, brother. I just took a sip of this. Who wants to watch QVC with me? Ugh. Yeah. So that's liquid death, and that's real. To be fair, the people behind Liquid Death seem to be in on the joke and making fun of the sorts of like extreme manly products that are completely unnecessary unless you're incredibly insecure about your masculinity, like Phil here. QVC. <laughs> yeah, the ridiculously violent animated ad for it leaves no question that this is meant to be over the top. And uh, also, it seems to that a big part of the design is creating a drink that looks like beer but isn't for all the non-drinkers out there to drink at bars and parties and whatnot and, you know, blend in. Fine. Whatever. I mean, it's just fucking water. This self-awareness, though, does not seem to be the case for another pointlessly gendered product that was revealed this week, though. War paint! Makeup for men! I said war paint! Wake up for men! Wake up! Oh, wake up. Wake up, man! It's time to put on your makeup! All right, so... Wake up! They're gonna use that System of a Down song. <sighs> wake up! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but we got to be careful because we're pretty accurate. We're going to get struck. We're going to strike on this. Pitch perfect. All right. So here's the thing. When you work in the biz like me and Elliot do, ding, uh, sometimes before they put you on camera, you know, for a big production under a bunch of hot lights, they want you to look good and they'll send you to makeup to get a light touch up, maybe some powder. Yeah. Maybe cover up a big old zit you got or make you some look Some concealer to make it look like I'm not hungover. Hey, I didn't drink a fifth last night. Mm -hmm. You did. So there's nothing wrong with it. Okay, it's literally what most women do every single day, even when you think, oh, she looks good without makeup. Like, no, bitch, I'm wearing fucking I'm wearing, makeup. I'm wearing makeup. It's, yeah. That's, don't get it. Don't get it. Yeah, don't never, uh, hot tip, n never tell a woman that she looks good without makeup. It does, it doesn't. 99% of the time, she's going to hate you for saying that. Yeah, so the idea of men putting on a little bit of foundation to look less like shit before leaving the house should not be controversial. You, I put shit in my hair. I yeah. shower. Uh, you know, you you trim your beard to some level. Yeah, yeah. You wash your clothes. Like there's nothing like specifically feminine about not wanting to look like shit. Yeah, you got a car. You wax it. You got a lawn. You mow it. And it's like I can't put. You paint your house. Paint your fuck face. But look, it's for a lot of people, <laughs> it's not cool, and that's why there's war paint. War paint. War paint. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking kill someone in this makeup. But I'm gonna look good doing it. <laughs> I'm gonna ride my hog in my war paint. I'm going to war paint. Anyway, <laughs> so this company, they seem to be going so far out of their way to paint their product as the manliest, most masculine thing ever, instead of just the exact, just, it's the same thing that women use, but it's in a different con different container. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if war paint is the dumbest thing ever or actually brilliant. But makeup for men is here, motherfuckers. Do you want to fight about it? Because I'm Say wearing... something about my makeup again. I dare you. Do you want to talk into my concealer or my backup concealer? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I saw the ad, ironically, yesterday. I don't know. Yeah. Is that when this... I say, yeah, it was like or some cup yesterday or the day before. But pretty recently, this hit the hit uh, the internet airwaves. And um, the dude in the, the commercial that He's I like saw... like, completely tatted Covered up. in tattoos. And I was like, oh, it's like a temporary tattoo. Yeah, like, I thought it was, like, you know, athlete, like, black right. paint that like, they put on for... Like something, yeah. and I'm like, okay. But, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of appreciate this. I was looking on their website, and it's, it's so fucking funny, because it's like, they know that the people they're marketing to have no clue about anything about makeup. So, like, I'm clicking through the products, and it's like... Concealer, and like it's like, what is concealer? <laughs> the 
It's like this long explanation of like what concealer is. Yeah, and which I, you know, I'm like, it's, this is dumb as hell, but I appreciate it. Every time I used to get made up by uh, Kate back at Machinima, uh, I don't do it anymore, obviously. But back in the day, they'd, they'd make me get made he's up. More, he's wearing so, more paint. Yeah, they're like, oh, you look like shit. Go get made up. And I'd always be like, wow, this looks great. What did you just put on me? And then she'd tell me, and it'd just be like, Shwoo. oh, cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely be looking into buying that. And then uh, I'd always forget. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> This is what I would do. Not not that we're the Shark Tank judges here, but me and Mr. Cuban have a tip for you. <laughs> what you speak directly to the customer, like you said, when you're hungover or uh, you're a little bloated or yeah. you're sweaty and hot, you could have the hangover. I'm hungover. And yeah. what it is is it's concealer and it's stuff to make you stop sweating. And, and there's all sorts of tips and tricks that you can do, you know, to make yourself like, hey, if you get in a fight, you put ice on it, and then it'll reduce the swelling. Wow! Like, whoa, you don't need war paint for that. It's just, like, figure it out. Yeah. I don't, I, but seriously, if you want to fight about it, you can, yeah. you can come by. Keep talking shit on my makeup for men, bitch. <sighs> you know what? I'll fucking, I'll fucking headbutt you, and then reapply makeup, because it'll get on your face. And then you're going to thank me when you're getting up and recovering from your wounds. You know what another term I just made up for diarrhea? Liquid death. That's what it feels like. Not your water, though. Yeah. Allegedly, no. It's, not that. Guys, I swear to God, it's not piss. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, and, and here's a tag. I'm just pissing all over everybody today. I was uh, growing up. I grew up uh, going to a lot of punk shows. Yeah. And the very first punk show I went to, uh, I was 13, and uh, there was a band that was coming on, and the lights went out. And all these guys started putting their hoods up. And started putting gloves on, and uh, a friend's older brother was like, "Hey, sh- we should go in the back." I'm like, "I don't, mm-hmm. I don't. What's going to happen here?" And then turns out it was a straight edge band. Oh, and, uh, yeah, those pits. all the guys, the pits. <laughs> you, you, you go in there and start swinging. Sorry, and like, even at 13, yeah. I, I saw some days in pits. I liked a lot of stupid stuff. I was 13 years old, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is this is it's it's a small contingent of yeah. that community." But I like, feel we get it. You're a tough guy. We get it. You crush the puss and yeah. you like tall boys of water in yeah. 2019, but. It just seemed, I know, um, all my bullshit, it, it's stupid. Every every contingent of any social scene is dumb, but that was one in particular. I was like, yeah. not for mm. me. Yeah, I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I <laughs> yeah. like this. If it, and to, to further add fuel to the fire, it was at a, a Knights of Columbus, uh, <laughs> and um, I have really bad eyesight, and my like gangly 13-year-old glasses got punched off my face. Oh, wow. And I was like, I have- Where's I'm, my glasses? I, I was like, I can't see. I don't know where my friends are. I was freaking out. <laughs> and my friend ran into me, and he's like, I'll go check at the snack bar. I'm like, you're not going to be at the snack bar, you fuck. Some- Angel, some kind-hearted punk. My glasses to the snack bar at the Knights of Columbus when I was thirteen. Wow, war paint. It's a war paint. Wherever you are, thanks. I wouldn't be here today. Sorry for Tangent Town. Anyway, before we get to the headlines, it is time to read some ad copy from this week's sponsors. Starting with Honey. Mmm. The reality is, if you're shopping online and you're not shopping around, you're probably not saving money. So, what if there was a way for someone else to do all the shopping around for you? Well, that's what Honey does. Honey is a free tool that you download to your computer's browser. While you shop online, Honey scans the internet for coupon codes and other discounts, and then it automatically applies the coupon with the biggest savings to your cart at checkout. Beep, bop, boop. Done. It works on over 20,000 sites like Amazon, Best Buy, Nordstrom, Target, Macy's, and more, and it installs on a browser in just two clicks. And instead of taking our word for it, here's what actual Honey users have to say. Your girl loves Honey. I just saved $5. I totally thought Honey was a scam, but I just got $300 worth of bathing suits for $180. 
So yeah, real there's, people there. there's real people, and there's no reason not to use Honey. It's free to use and easy to install on your computer in just two clicks. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com weird. That's joinhoney.com weird. Honey, the smart shopping assistant that saves you money. And this episode is sponsored by Harry's. Uh, you may have noticed that I don't look like someone who shaves much, but bringing things back around a bit, uh, even with a beard, you got to keep things clean. Yeah. And Harry's uh, razors and shaving gel are great for a good close shave, maybe in the neck area or the cheeks, that doesn't irritate the skin, and it costs less than buying razors from the supermarket. Harry's founders were tired of overpriced and overdesigned shaving products, so they invented their own, featuring a simple, clean design with quality, durable blades at a fair price. The replacement cartridges are just $2 each, half the price of the Gillette Fusion Pro Shield. Ugh. And if you don't love your shave, let Harry's know, and they'll give you a full refund. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your trial offer by going to harrys.com rooster. Go there, and you get access to special offers on their $13 value trial set, which comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and travel blade cover. Redeem your trial set at harrys.com rooster. Go to harrys.com slash rooster to redeem your offer and let them know we sent you. Let them know I sent you. Anyways, let's look at some uh, fun headlines from this past week. Starting with, woman pulls gator from pants when cop asks if she has, quote, anything else. I and She did. Uh, when this I was read Florida, this, by the way. If it, no! If you couldn't have just gathered no! that from context clues, this was a Florida woman. I, I, the first time I read this, I flipped him and it was Gator pulls a woman from pants. Wow. Now that <laughs> would I was be... like, why is he wearing, I had a lot of questions. Yeah, that would be the, the real story. Like at this point, I'm like, yeah, okay. A Florida woman had a, a baby alligator just living in her pants and uh, pulled it out to a cop as if it was totally normal. She was sitting there and she's like, Trish, just do it. Yeah. And then out, out came the Gator. She grabbed it by the tail, I imagine. And it was just like, I don't know. I've never handled a Gator. <laughs> All right. Tramp are testing positive for cocaine, and scientists don't know why. Because uh, shrimp are cooler than we both thought. Yeah. They party. Yeah. Uh, a lot of some of my best friends are shrimp. No, it's uh, it's actually, like, it's hilarious that all the shrimp in England apparently have cocaine in them. But the, the reasons why are actually horrifying. It's like, oh, yeah, because uh, everything we, like, flush down the fucking toilet and, like, piss out of our bodies... Uh, gets absorbed by anything that lives in yeah. the water nearby. And uh, that's, like, you know, obviously uh, not good. No. But, uh, yeah, all the, if you, like, I guess if you really wanted to, you go over to England, trawl, like, I don't know, a thousand shrimp and come up with some sort of process to distill the cocaine back out of them and, baby, you're rich. That process gets the wool style signal of approval. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, your, your house is going to smell like shit while you're... But you're going to get <laughs> a buzz similar to a half and half cup of coffee. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be mm. awesome. Woman tried to trespass on CIA grounds while asking to speak to Agent Penis, police say. This is some high level... That's Either she's... my favorite pickup line that a girl can say. Uh, I'd like to speak to Agent Penis. Hello? <laughs> I mean... Maybe she was trying to Red October this thing and hit it so, like, so on the nose. You're going to be like, you can't be a moron civilian yeah. asking for Agent Penis. I guess we probably do have we an Agent Penis have somewhere Agent in there, penis. too. He's probably so high up in, like, top secretness that he's not listed on the directory. 
So well, what about? Do you, here's a. Let me just throw this out. Allegedly made this one up. Uh, she was being catfished by someone who's like, oh, I work for the CIA. Said this. My code name is Agent Penis. Come, come meet me up here. I mean, could be, but like, I I think she's just crazy. Oh, like, uh, really? Because yeah, this like she finally got arrested. Like this was her third time showing up at CIA headquarters. Oh, that'll do it. And they're like, what are you doing here? And she's like, I'm here for my job interview. Once they're like, is, no, you're not. <laughs> That's not how this once works. Once is a mistake, twice is catfishing. Third time is you're crazy. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, but I, I, you know, I'm holding out hope that she. It's all mix up. She's right. There is an agent penis somewhere in there, and he needs her help to save the world. Just let her in. Razer CEO confirms development of the Razer Toaster. Yeah, it's just a video card that overheats a lot. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it runs super hot. It's got uh, yeah every. RGB. I I just this is like one of the few topics where I'm like, oh, I'm definitely fucking old because like I go out of my way to buy PC products that don't have it. I'm just like, no, I don't want to like even know it's there. I don't need to have a fucking like light show over at my desk. Did you did you happen to see? I feel like it was at the Super Bowl last year, but there was a commercial, a Mercedes commercial. Uh, for their, uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I think it's their entry level aimed at younger people. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an LED strips inside the car baked into the hardware. <sighs> yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, Alexa. I don't know if it's Alexa or not, but he's like, hey, Alexa, change the color of the, of the car. And she changed it to red. He's like, something cooler. And it turns to blue. Oh, wow. And then he just keeps driving. And I was like, you're alone in your car. You're talking to your car to make it change colors. I mean, like a little bit of accent. Fine. I think what really pisses me off is when they have them on like rainbow mode where it's just, it's it's hideous. It's, just pick like one color that's kind of cool, you know. I find some... it stressful when it's constantly changing. Yeah. It might be the cocaine. It's distracting. In my, in my veins because I ate a lot of shrimp today. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Scientology cruise ship reportedly quarantined after test finds measles on board. Oh, what a shame. Um, what a shame. Couldn't have happened to a, a nicer group of people. They, they've, uh, I, I think about 100 or so of them are still on this ship. This has been like a week. They're just stuck in this port because oh St. Lucia, the government there is like, well, you guys can't get off. And uh, yeah, I think like some people also can't get on. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a whole shit show and it couldn't have happened to a nicer group of people. <laughs> here's, here's something that would freak me out. Let's say, I don't know, I'm a Scientologist and uh, I'm on this thing and I don't have measles. Yeah. I do now because I've been on a ship yeah. With people who have measles. Well, I mean, if you got the vaccine when you were supposed to, you're fine. See, that's where you lost, <laughs> that's where you lost me, but I actually don't, like, it, I haven't looked into it. Like, I, I don't know if Scientology has an official stance on vaccines. I feel like they probably, they probably do have some weird stance on it. Uh, is it, is it, give, give me, give us your money? Yeah, it's probably, yeah, they probably do have, uh, they probably have it. But they're like, you have to get it from us, and it costs a thousand dollars. A lot. You got you got to level up on that one. Yeah. You got to go. Kill. You got to be OT four to get the good measles vaccine. You got to go kill rats in the town where you spawned before yeah. you can level up to get that. Yeah. Thousand dollars a pop. Well, I. Best of luck to you guys. Twenty-eight-year-old Oklahoma man suffers stroke from cracking his neck. Now this, this is the kind of story hypochondriacs. No, th- yeah, this live fucking for. terrifies me. You see one of these and you go, oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. Everything. No, this is like, you re- I, I see something like this, my blood pressure goes up. I'm like, oh, fuck. 
And this guy, it sounds like he's fine. Like, he cracked his neck and then immediately lost feeling in, like, half of his body. And luckily his dad was nearby to, like, take him to the ER once he completely collapsed. But, like, he cracked his neck and literally busted a blood vessel. Like, the blood flow to his brain basically stopped. And he almost died. And they said, the, the doctor was like, well, <laughs> it's good that he got here in time because if we had saved him a little later before he died, he would have probably gotten locked in syndrome where he's fully conscious but, like, can't communicate or move. Nightmare. Oh yeah. My, a fate worse than death. Take that, hypochondriacs, and think about it when you w- can't go to bed at 3 in the morning. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Just let your, your shitty, broken, painful neck, just leave it be. Don't try cracking it because you'll get locked in syndrome like the diving bell and the butterfly, and that's just not worth it. Beluga thought to be possible Russian spy fetches woman's phone from the ocean. He's a very helpful spy. So, I have a theory. Yeah? He just did it to look for news before he gave it back to her. Oh, he definitely scrolled through. Wait, no, hold on. Hold on. I'm just, oh, let I'm let just me get the, the phone. I'm just getting the dust off. Yeah. Here, I don't want it. Hey, what's, what's your password? No, 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 no. It's not, no, no, no. It's not about that. It's not about that. I'm a whale. Yeah. <laughs> they... So they, this whale might be a spy. A lot of this doesn't make sense. It has a harness on it with, like, a mount for a camera. The harness says, like, property of, like, St. Petersburg. But it says that in English and not in, like, Russian. Uh-huh. Um, and people are like, oh, maybe it escaped from the aquarium in St. Petersburg, Florida. But there is no aquarium there. There's nowhere it could have escaped from. So no one knows where the fuck this beluga came from. But it's clearly trained, like, to, like, fetch things, and it, it likes people, like, it comes up for treats and stuff, and so they're they're trying to figure out what the fuck to do with this beluga whale that pulled into, like, this harbor in Norway in this, like, this town. And people are like, yeah, that's, that's our Russian spy whale. Uh, he doesn't know how to feed himself, so we have to feed him, <laughs> and uh, he likes doing tricks, and uh, this is our life now. And he wears war paint, which is kind of what he kept, he's... He loves the war paint. Oh, man, he is just... Hard to find a a color white enough for his white beluga skin, but we made it work. And now he's not gay, but he's wearing makeup. But he's thirsty. He only only swims in liquid death. Yeah, yeah. He he said it in Morse code. I need those manly bubbles. (laughs) Kentucky middle school teacher accused of telling students she'll cut off his penis. So, I have one question. Did he deserve it? Uh, sounds like he might have, like, she was, uh, this, it was not in the classroom, it was out on the playground, there was, like, a kickball game, and she was coaching one team, and another teacher was mm-hmm. coaching another, and I guess there was some, some rough housing, and she was like, hey, you little shit, keep doing that, I'll cut off your fucking dick and shove it down your throat, and people were like, whoa, <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. It might have been may a I, little over the top. So here, here's the, may I be her lawyer on this? Yeah, sure. If you say something to this kid, like, I'll beat you within a half inch of your death, that's a pretty realistic thing. Teachers used to do that. They used yeah. to kids. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like, I will tear your dick off and put it in your head and spin it around like a slot machine. Like, if you go so over the top, oh, that, that can't happen. So she couldn't be serious. I'm just saying, if you're going to threaten someone, go big. Yeah. That well, way you uh, don't go to jail. Uh, well, the you, we've heard all of your arguments, and uh, yeah, you're still guilty. Oh. Stay away from children. Come on, man. And their penises. Especially their penises. This, but this kid's got a cool story. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's a great story. Uh, Kentucky, oh, we're still in Kentucky. Kentucky teen who sued over school ban for refusing chicken pox vaccination. You guys want to guess? Now has chicken pox. 
Um, well, I mean, that sorted itself out. Yeah. He got kicked out of school because uh-huh. there was chickenpox going around. Uh-huh. And he refused to get vaccinated because of, like, religious reasons or some shit. Uh-huh. And then he ended up catching it anyway. So now once that, you know, cycles through in a yeah. week or two, he can go back to school. He's good. He got the vaccination the natural way. Um, there you go. God's plan, you know? Yeah, why, God's plan. Why don't you smoke on that? Yeah. Cool. Good Me. job. And, you know, but at least chicken pox aren't deadly. At least nothing you can get vaccinated for is deadly. Yeah. No, it's not like, uh, yeah, people are always like, oh, chicken pox, whatever. Like, my younger brother, when he got chicken pox as a kid, ended up in the hospital for, like, a month because it, like, it lowered his immune system enough that he got an infection in, like, his brain stem and couldn't walk and shit. Like, it was wild. Jeez. Yeah. He's, he ended up, like, you know, it all worked out. But, like, yeah, chicken pox, it's... They can turn. It's usually like a pretty innocent disease, but it, it can uh, have some serious complications. Get, go, go and they have a vaccine for it, so like you can avoid all of that by just doing that. God's plan. God's plan. A parody website with embarrassing photos of Joe Biden is outranking his official campaign page on Google. SEO, baby. It is. Yeah. Well, he waited so long to run for president. Like, I think this one was up. Way before that, but it's uh, it's JoeBiden.info, and uh, initially I was like I was like oh this is some like Republican like Jacob Wall stuff, but it's actually it it appears to be coming from the left of Joe Biden. It's like listing all of his stances, and it's like it's like he's pro segregation and like pro billionaires and all this stuff, and it's it, the whole thing it's hilarious. A lot of puns on like grabbing and smelling and hugging. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of pictures of him being you know a little too close. And, uh, yeah, it looks real, though. They, they did a good job. Usually with these things, you can kind of tell. It, it reminds Do you ever remember the uh, Ted Cruz for Human President? Yes. That was, that's a classic. I think that's still up there. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's nice. I mean, Joe, The Onion did him pretty pretty. The, the, uh, the person who, who wrote, who came up with that series of Onion articles, literally on Twitter this week was like, I'm sorry. I regret that I may have made Joe Biden seem cooler than he actually is. I don't actually like Joe Biden. Like, we were just doing this fantasy thing because it's just like, is, wouldn't it be hilarious if Joe Biden was, like, just an old cool uncle who likes to rev his car and, like, mm, wash yeah, it in the driveway? Yeah, yeah they're like, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, here we are. Well, a caravan of Americans is crossing the Canadian border to get affordable medical care. Wait, why are we listing horror movie plots in here? Uh, no, this is actually the truth. Oh. And, uh, yeah, hopefully the Canadians don't shoot them as they're trying to cross the border, which has become a thing you do to people who cross the border. It's like, yeah, someone's crossing the border. Shoot them. That's, that's a thing people would like to do. Thankfully, the Canadians don't seem to be adopting that same sentiment. Um, but, yeah, it's the, these people, they're, it, they're not going there to get, like, health care. They're going there specifically to get insulin. Because they have cost ceilings in Canada where it's mm-hmm. like it can't be higher than this amount no matter what. Like, by law, it has to cost this or below. And, uh, yeah, like, you, you know, if you're diabetic, you need you need, you need your uh, insulin or, or, or you'll die. Because uh, you're a baby. So, like, you know, staying alive and not being dead, it can get expensive depending on the cost. So it's, it's sometimes cheaper to travel up to hundreds of miles uh, to another country to... Uh, Buy it there instead, so you don't die. Yeah, because they'll die without and, it. And this is where all the international viewers laugh. Yeah, they laugh at us. Yuck it up! But guess what, Pierre? 
we got this awesome national debt, and you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beep boo. Yeah. And this is Biden. what freedom looks like. It looks like having very low blood sugar. <laughs> and having it, nothing to do about it. And it looks like I got a thing with my stomach that might be an ulcer, and I'm not getting it checked out. Because nope. I don't want to know at the thing. And then if I get on a list for uh, pre-existing conditions after that, uh, yeah. I bet before they did away with pre-existing conditions, I, I got new insurance and uh, you, you fill out this thing every goddamn time you have antibiotics, you have this, you have that, mm-hmm. you go to a doctor. And I got a call from a very nice woman who turned very lawyerly and was like, on October 7th, 2005, you listed that you had a sinus infection and received antibiotics. But at the same time, you said you did not take any drugs that you're, which is it? And I was like, oh um, my God. Because uh, basically, they, they they can disqualify you. There was a This American Life about a woman years ago uh, who had a mole and had it looked at and didn't report it on her health insurance. And when she got can- like lung cancer or breast cancer or something, oh yeah, yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you didn't tell us about that mole, so not paying for it. Bye bye. Not getting that. Uh, not getting health care. So that's kind of a guess bummer. you'll die. So yeah, America, very uh, good country. Neato. Great country we got here. Uh, and, Can we talk about some of our great citizens? Are and there any great? You know what? Yeah, here's uh, here's something I thought I'd never say, but Kim Kardashian is good because Kim Kardashian West has helped free 17 inmates in 90 days. I, uh, you know, I never thought I'd I'd see myself fighting alongside a Kardashian, but she took she took she, the bar exam. She's free she's uh, yeah she's gonna become a lawyer. She's already like everyone she's freed is like basically first time like drug convictions, nonviolent. Where these people are sentenced to years mm-hmm. in prison for like basically having a, a drug joint. addiction. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, so, yeah, she's she's like really getting like hands on with it. She's helping them get legal representation and get freed and appealed, and also helping them get to their families afterwards and get back on their feet. America, Kim we're, Kardashian is good now. Where it's opposite day yeah. all year long. Yeah. Wow. Well. Anyway, that's this week's show. A good long episode. Phil, how's DC Universe? Still kicking. Go to DCUniverse.com and check it out. You can get a free trial. We got, uh, you can read 20,000 DC uh, comics on there. We got uh, original shows like Doom Patrol. Um, and then I make uh, the, the daily show for them uh, where we, we do breakdowns, very Talking Dead style stuff. Big couch. Check it out. There's some, might be some people over there, you know. Yeah. But if you like comics, if you like anything DC animation, go check out DC Universe. Yeah. And uh, after you do that, watch our most recent episodes here. Lots, and, of, uh, lots of stuff. Have a great fucking day. Uh-huh.